This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with an entrepreneur who's helping us take the mess out of pet messes. I will tell you all about him and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms, and our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent. He's a cat lover, an entrepreneur. He loves fishing, camping, and horticulture. He was born and raised in Southern California. He lives with his wife, Emily, and they share their lives with two cats, Jackson and Benzo. He is one of the humans behind a line of pet accident cleanup products called Sprinkle and Sweep. He is one of the people that has made my life as a pet parent easier because after I discovered their product, I no longer fear bodily fluids as much as I used to. He is Patrick, and he is the co-founder of Sprinkle and Sweep. Welcome, Patrick. It's so good to meet you. Thank you, Isabel. Pleasure to meet you also. I'm having um, you know, a very good morning here. Looking forward to being on the show with you. Oh, my goodness. I know you've had a rough week. We have all had a rough January. I'm glad we're in February. Did you do dry January? No. No, I did not. No, no, I never heard of that, actually. I've oh, heard of Sober October, but that's sober, it. Oh, oh, yeah. Dry January. I usually try, but like, I feel like it's really hard when January 1st is still a holiday. So there's brunch and mimosas involved. And then it's cold outside. So I just want red wine. So I do a damp January. It's I try <laughs> to hold back a little bit, but I still partake here and there. And it's the longest month. It's one of the longer months. So it doesn't it make been- sense to do it that month. Yeah, January 2023 has been like 800 days long. So yes, I I agree with you. It's so, so hard to do dry January. Well, before I get into our interview and getting to know you and your awesome products, I want to introduce our drinking game today. So anybody at home who's finally passed dry January and wants to partake, anytime you hear this word, the secret word is EU. Make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying. But please be over 21 in the U.S., never drink and drive, and always drink responsibly. So what are you having tonight, Patrick? So I am having an 805. As a California native, 805 is a pretty common beer that a lot of myself and my friends like to drink. Um, It's a darker draft, but 
it's for me like the perfect balance between something that's too light and then like an IPA or something like that. So I prefer something about, I guess as dark and as bitter as 805 gets, which is relatively mild for those of you that like um, yeah, a double or triple IPA. Oh my goodness. Um, can right here. I can't do IPAs. There we go. Well, let's see. There it is. So it's nice. a coastal California native beer and they do a lot of sponsorship too and they've gotten pretty large but still I, I just love their beer nice well i actually was inspired by the name of your product sprinkle and sweep and i made a cocktail in honor of you all this is called a sprinkle and sweep cocktail because of all the sprinkles now i have to sweep my kitchen but it is delicious it's got alizé peach vodka and a splash of champagne in it cheers thank you for being on Shall the we? show cheers this is actually exactly what I needed. It's sweet. It's like a treat and it's Friday afternoon. So yay. So are you ready to talk about pee and poo? I'm ready. I love it. I think our product has a lot of comedic value, which is kind of unfair because <laughs> how much we get to talk about those two subjects and like puke and so on. So yeah, let's Oh yes, started. and puke. Let's not forget puke. <laughs> All right. So that brings me to our first game. We're going to focus on pee for our first game and it's called The Powers That Pee. Yes, that is a pun related to urine. The Powers That Pee is a true and false game about the dangers of not properly managing our pet's pee. You ready to play? I'm ready. All right, the first question I have for you is, cat and dog urine are highly concentrated in ammonia. True or false? That's true. Urine crystallizes, and when it does, the concentration of ammonia becomes higher. True or false? It sure smells like it, I would say true. It is true, both of those are true, good job. In larger quantities, ammonia can cause airways and lungs to feel like they're burning. And it can also cause or exacerbate respiratory diseases, including asthma and bronchitis. True or false? That's very true. Anybody that's walked into an underkept cat room will know that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we're living with these things. I don't think people realize it's not just about, ew, it's gross. It's about, ew, it's dangerous. All right, next one. Ammonia inhalation has been linked to certain cancers. True or false? I would say true. It is true. I mean, ammonia is nothing to mess with, even if it's coming out of your adorable fluffy cat. And I will say we usually associate ammonia smell with cat urine, but it's actually in dog urine and all mammal urine. So just FYI, it's in everything. Next one, whether a person is allergic to pets or not, their urine can trigger allergic reactions in otherwise healthy individuals. True or false? I would say true. It is true. So it's not just the fur and the dander, it's also what's inside the urine. It's not just water, guys. All right, next one. Leptospirosis is a virus found in urine and can make both pets and humans very sick. True or false? True. I tricked you. It's I knew you were. I'm like, I've never heard of leptospirosis. It is a bacteria, but it okay. is true. It does exist and it is actually found in urine, which actually before I did this, I would have thought that it was found in feces, but it's actually in urine. So that's really important to know because we always think like, ew, poo, uh, urine, uh, but it's just as dangerous and just as disgusting. All right. Toxoplasmosis would have been the one that I would have thought. Toxoplasmosis is the poop. That's right. You're absolutely right. We could do a whole show on toxoplasmosis because there's so much in misinformation out on there, but you definitely still need to scoop your litter box. Just because you're not going to die of toxoplasmosis doesn't mean that your litter box can be nasty. All right, next one. 
doing a piss poor job of cleaning up accidents can encourage future offenses in the same spot. True or false? Definitely. Definitely. That's where you guys come in. All right. Unaddressed cat messes indoors can bring all the neighborhood cats to the yard. True or false? True. It does attract them even from outside because cats have a very developed sense of smell. Children can be very sensitive to pet messes because they breathe more slowly than adults and therefore absorb more of the pollutants. True or false? That's a new one for me. Um, I'm going to venture to say true. It's true that they are more sensitive, but I caught you there because they actually breathe faster. So they take in more of the pollutants mm -hmm. rather than slowly. So that's the only thing I tricked you on is the, the how fast they inhale, but they really do it take in a lot more than is safe for them compared to adults. And the last one that I have for you is sprinkle and sweep can save a busy mom's life when she has an aging dog that is peeing and pooping all over the house. True or false? Few things more true than that. Yes. Few things more true than that. I represent here because if it wasn't for Sprinkle and Sweep, and I found you guys at Super Zoo, so it was just serendipitous because I had not really been online looking for products. I found you at Super Zoo. I saw your demonstration. I said, I need this thing. I ordered it before I even left Super Zoo because my dog, Titan, may he rest in peace. He died earlier this year. That's why 2023 has had 800 years. He was not only having urinary accidents, but he was also pooping a lot. He was completely incontinent um, because of a nerve condition that he had that made it feel like he he didn't feel what, what was happening. So mm -hmm. he wasn't aware that he was urinating or defecating in our house. And it was really stressful because I have two small children and two small children touch everything and they don't look where they're walking and they like literally just walk into the urine and now it's all over your house. And so it was super stressful. I felt super blessed having found your product. And I want you to tell my audience, what is Sprinkle and Sweep and how did it come to be? Okay, so yeah, Sprinkle and Sweep is a new way of cleaning pet accidents, especially those which are messy and difficult to clean. So like, for instance, like we mentioned earlier, dried or left out urine can get crystallized and that can be a really tricky, tricky thing to pick up uh, with paper towels. But either way, urine's just not fun to pick up a paper towel. You have to use so many to avoid saturation. But aside from that, like liquidy number two or even just smelly number two, sprinkle and sweep will solidify it and totally deodorize it in the process. So it's actually made from volcanic rock highly porous that we send through a furnace at over 2000 degrees and these ancient water droplets vaporize instantly and when they do those capillaries now look like a micro sponge under a microscope and they're high surface tension environments so as soon as a liquid comes into contact with it like let's say pyrrhea or puke for instance it gets absorbed right in instantly so there's no weak time which is a common misconception with sprinkle and sweep how long after i sprinkle it on top of the accident don't have to wait to sweep it up. So that's really the second part here is uh, as soon as you put it on top, you're able to sweep it into a dustpan. But the big difference that people don't see on social media and videos that we publish is that it's totally deodorizing the accident as you're picking it. And that's because it has activated carbon from coconuts and then essential oils that are from bamboo, mint, and lime that do some vapor chemistry in the air to totally deodorize the accident. So we have some funny stories on how we have like come about sort of serendipitously to develop the product. And it really amazed us so much that we knew, okay, 
in business, you know that if, if there's value that you're providing in a big way and it's working for yourself in that manner, then you definitely have, I think, a business model that works. Absolutely. You guys have a business model that works. I have tested it many times. So you have what I call the magic powder, which is the powder you just described. That is basically your main thing, right? Like that's really what makes you sprinkle and sweep. You sprinkle the powder, it solidifies and you put it in a dust pan. I love your, what is it? The brush and pan that you sell? Oh yeah. It's the it's super kit. Oh so good. It it's so good. I love it. It's super high end, super high quality. It really works. So yeah, that is such a good product, not only to use for sprinkle and sweep. I have kept it for that purpose, but I love it. It's just a high quality pan and brush that I don't feel like we find just anywhere. Yeah. It's specifically designed for sprinkle and sweep. And we get a lot of questions about why it is that they should buy this one instead of your household one. And in a nutshell, there's two reasons. One is that the little bristles that are on the end, they do not have split ends and they have little gaps. So that's super, super important. Sprinkle and sweep that they don't have split ends because it allows the product to just fall through away from the bristles. Unlike with, let's say most of your household brushes, they have split ends on each one of those filaments. And then that causes the product to kind of get like, up into those so that's one and then second is just like any other conceivably shareable good that you could purchase and use for yourself and your pet such as like a bowl you could use your bowl at home for your pet to eat from as well as as yourself for your let's say your cereal but most pet people don't do that you buy a purpose-made dish for them right because you want to keep them separate for hygienic reasons of course and same with this dustpan and hand room set you really should have one available to you designed by the you know the manufacturers of let's say sprinkle and sweep that is designed perfect for that it eliminates all the variables and also it's very hygienic you're not going to go and use the accident cleanup dustpan and hand room for the crumbs that you know you like let's say your toddler made on the floor right 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 for sure i agree because i have a lot of brooms for example that like it feels like most of my dirt is caught on the broom and not in the pan because it got stuck to the broom so i totally hear that that is a design flaw from other products that you don't want to mix into this and then you also have another product that i really enjoy which is the spray tell me about the spray that i use so often so here it is this is our relatively new bamboo and mint enzymatic spray. So this has a funny story behind it. So we developed this on coyote urine, believe it or not. You can source it on Amazon, the coyote urine. And the reason why we did it is coyote urine is of the animal kingdom, the most potent. And let me tell you, when we were developing it, we had to do it outside. We started doing it inside, but even just a few drops on tons of pets of carpet, tons of competitors and dime sprays. It just was something you had to take outside. And we got to a point where this product was able to totally deodorize a cup of coyote urine on cuts of carpet, whereas most all the other competitors were not able to do that. But there's a lot of other attributes and we created a comprehensive testing protocol, double blind and everything. And the main thing behind it is with most of your enzymatic sprays out there, they have a relatively low concentration of bioenzymatic formula. So you have the bioenzymes and then you've got the probacteria. They're actually, it's a living formulation that works to not only break down the enzymes, but also consume the accident and totally deodorize it that way. So it requires very limited input like scrubbing or anything like that. But with ours, as we've tested it and we have all the testing certs to prove it, we're over a hundred times the concentration of those components versus most of your 
common enzyme sprays that you can access on the market. So that's what separates it in a major, major way. So we took it to the furthest end of the spectrum, which is uh, peyote urine, horrific. And if it could take care of that, we knew with feline odors and, and, and with dog urine, it would have no problem. And that's been the case. We're amazed by it. And uh, we really feel like it's a very, what would you call it, like a underserved product. We need to do more to promote that because we're just so focused on sprinkle and sweep. So we have videos showing it even on like wine stains. You spray it on wine and I'm sure you saw it, it just completely disappears, the the wine stain right before your eyes in literally just about five seconds. Yes. That's the bioenzyme going to work. I love that product. I have used it for, you know, for stains and accidents. I'm not only the, a pet parent, I'm also a parent of two young children. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old and they're messy. So whenever there is any kind of accident, they bring in mud, whatever. I use that to spray it down because of all the cleaning products that I have for the purpose of disinfecting, deodorizing, like soft furnishings, such as my rugs, I find that that one works the best. I actually, when I'm cleaning and vacuuming, I'll just spray the rug and then just vacuum over it too. Because I feel like it just makes it a little bit more hygienic knowing how it works and knowing that i'm putting enzymes and those like not bad bacteria i guess non-pathogenic what is it yeah non-pathogenic um, this means pro-bacteria exactly. kind of like how you use yogurt to help with your gut natural gut biome very similar situation where it's good bacteria that helps you consume all the bad bacteria that causes odor Yes, exactly. I love it. When I first got it, I messaged you guys on social. I DM'd you. And I think it was Jess who responded being like, yes, you can just use it to deodorize. That's fine too. You can use it for stains. You can use it for deodorizing. It just It's such a great product. And I think your price point is so good because I have I have gone through one bottle of the deodorizer of the <laughs> spray already since August. I have a second bottle that I'm working on now. But the powder, the magic powder, I mm -hmm. feel like it go so little goes such a long way. I sometimes we're so grossed out that we like overdo it and we just pour it everywhere, but you don't need to because it really works so well. And this stuff too, a little goes a long way. I've recommended it to so many friends. Recently, a lot of my friends have cats who are having accidents outside the litter box. And if you have a cat, like you have to have this spray. That's like my wife and I, we've got that situation. Uh, it's been an ongoing thing. Exactly. And top entry litter box, I will say is one really good solution to kind of help to mitigate that. For us, it's been that combined with kind of separating the litter boxes. We've been experimenting, listening to the cat dad. And um, our cat was found in a engine bay, 102 degrees Southern California day. And I have a friend that was like, hey, I know you love cats. This cat was found. It was like the size of a, let's say like a small horse pill. He was really, really tiny. It wasn't moving. And we nursed him back to health. My wife and I were just thinking we were going to adopt him afterward. My dad was like, you're going to fall in love. Like, you're not going <laughs> to let this little dude go. And uh, sure enough, did. And he's like the baby of the of our family. He he just has never stopped being a baby, muffining every single day. Oh. That's like one and a half year old. But he urinates out of the litter box intermittently throughout the week. So we have to kind of put a tarp around his litter box mm -hmm. because we know he doesn't quite always make it in. We get a lot of that gelling, crystallized urine, which if you didn't have sprinkle on sweep, having to scrub that with like a paper towel, which yeah. a good amount of, would be really quite violating to all the senses uh <laughs> to kind of break that apart so with sprinkle and sweep it just it's slightly abrasive kind of like a scouring pad where you just sprinkle it on there and you swirl it in and it'll break down all those crystals and the odor and everything and it's 
It's amazing. So initially I thought it was just for like wet accidents, like vomit or urine or soft stool, but really it has so many uses. And I have um, like floating floors, you know, like the wood floors. And sometimes the people who put the floors in didn't do a very good job. And there are some seams and sometimes the sprinkle and sweep will just go in there. And it gives me a little bit of peace of mind that at least like I can't get it out. <laughs> But at least the sprinkle and sweep is in there doing what it's supposed to be doing. Because I don't really think that we can always get every last drop unless we have the right timing and the right tools and the right things. So like just the fact that even the spray is like spray and walk away and know that it's still working is such peace of mind for me. Yeah. If you have little gaps in your floor, might make sense to go over with like let's say a like a wood floor vacuum afterward which most floors even like wood floor that we've got here we actually were able to get it super tight the, the new flooring so we don't have that but if you do have that going over with the vacuum we'll probably get rid of those little tiny little bits in there those little, uh, you know what i'm good i'm good with them being in there so how long has sprinkle and sweep existed okay so sprinkle and sweep was something that we developed on the ropes um we had a coconut cat litter that was naturally plant-based clumping an amazing product but a major pain in the butt to make we make everything as far as like our signature product and stuff in-house of course we don't injection mold the sweeper kit but yeah so we made that we got it through all of the pet smarts up in canada and they loved it and of course canada is like bigger on the green initiative than we are here in the states they're okay. a few years ahead so we knew that was a great place to take it. And unfortunately, COVID struck. And all of the shipping of raw coconut material became so difficult to get because they were sitting out at sea. So we were kind of like, whoa, we're not a huge company. We, what are we going to do? Like, we can't just all that. So eventually we decided, you know what? We don't see a, a way to get out of this. So we've got this other product that my mother, which is kind of like the story behind all sprinkles we keep them out, so amazed by because our dog sparky is on the front of the bag he like many bull terriers is very buff and he's got a huge appetite eats extremely fast and then has diarrhea so it happened all the time especially like puppyhood so he had diarrhea one day in the garage and my dad and i and my brother were developing this pet product which is now sprinkle and sweet but it's come such a long ways and my dad put it down on top of the diarrhea mess on the floor and then he was like, well, I'm going to send your mom in there and just see if she will smell it. And she's okay with that, you know, also like trying to help us to develop something really neat. And when she went in there, she came back to get, I think it was milk. And then he asked her, hey, did you notice anything in there? Just moments before she went in, it smelled like murder. It smelled terrible, <laughs> really, really bad. And she didn't notice it. So we took her over there and we were showing her and then we swept it up. Wow, that's amazing. So she's reminding us as we're kind of down and out, like, you know, it's uh, it called Coco Kitty, the litter. It wasn't going to work out because of the COVID supply chain issues. Oh, yeah. To mention the cost for, for, for freight went through the roof. So that's why it became impossible. So she said, you guys got something great just sitting right there on the shelf. Why don't you guys work on that? And we said, you know what? Yeah, that is an amazing like, concept that we've come up with. We should really look at that. So myself, my brother, Michael, and my father sat down in a room for eight hours for like three days and just putting together like all the what ifs and like, you know, timelines if we do and, you know, things like that, kind of putting together the model and how this would work and like how can we get it out there quickly which what we did was we just gave away tons and tons of fruit bags of probably at least a thousand or more going to like you know dog events just hosting booths so 
we came up with the name sprinkle and sweep through like a sudden like stream of consciousness my brother and i were just sitting there and <laughs> we had kind of hired somebody on to help with like the name not permanently but a freelancer that helps to come up with pet product names or just names in general that's nothing was striking us well and then he goes because i was thinking to him it needs to be something that's synonymous with how it's used right that's sprinkle and sweep oh my god that is it then we come up with like you know, okay, well, we should have like a dustpan in there and, and slant the sweep and, and then put some little sprinkles up here. And that was it. So that was the name. And once the name hit, we were like, we were so addicted to just the concept and the idea. And then we, we started building out Sparky, the artwork for that. And then we spent the rest of the time really developing the product because it needs to fit. It needs to have no holes in it. It needs to really fit what consumers are looking for, which is like, you know, natural product, safe around pets and kids, and a product that truly exceeds expectations. So like when we developed Sprinkle and Sweep early on, you know, it was just a rough concept, but really where it is now, it's got absolutely no holes in its game. It really performs amazing for like the toughest, the more tough the accident is, like diarrhea, for instance, especially like a big one from like a Great Dane, it <laughs> be a complete nightmare if you hear farting. Right now, you just sat down, it's 12 o'clock at night, you're farting in the, in the next room and you know, oh, it sounds like he's having diarrhea. Yes. Normally, that's a nightmare situation, totally nightmarish because you've only got paper towels. And most vets we've spoken to only have paper towels. Too. Right. And that blew our mind. We spoke with tons of people. And now with Sprinkle and Sweep, they use it once and they go and pick it up. And it's going to be just such a night and day difference in ease of pickup and totally eliminate the odor. And then even in the dustpan, misconception until you use it is that, will it leave streaks in the dustpan? Like, how does that work? And it won't leave any streaks. You can actually, if you go on our Instagram, you'll see you can kind of just like slide it around and it'll just slide in the dustpan because it's totally encapsulated. Yes, I can attest to that. The, the pan is not disgusting after you use it, which to me is so huge. Did you ever watch friends, Monica, cleaning out the trash can after she took the trash out? That's me. Like, I like things clean. And so I don't like to like, yes, my floor is clean, but now I have this disgusting dustpan. That's not how it works at all. It actually is completely clear. It doesn't look like you even used it. Nothing sticks to it, which to me is huge. And I want to talk more about like how you've tested this product against you know, the usual remedies we use in these situations, but I need to take a break right now. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back with Patrick to talk about why other things you might've tried aren't gonna clean up your mess as well as this is. I'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Zarada, and today I'm speaking to one of the co-founders of Sprinkle and Sweep. He is Patrick. He and his brother and his dad and his mom, they all had a very messy mess to clean up and Boom, there was the idea that saved my last few months with Titan. It is all connected, guys. 
every pet parent wants a clean house. Every pet parent wants to have an easy cleanup. And every pet parent knows that at some point there's going to be pee, poo, or vomit on your floors. So today we're going to talk a little bit more about Sprinkle and Sweep, this amazing product. But I want to talk about the two products that you have because I'm equally a fan of the Magic Powder, which is the volcanic rock that solidifies when it comes in contact with any kind of liquids. And then you also have the spray deodorizer that is also hygienic and it um, it disinfects. So I'm going to invite you, Patrick, to play a second game with me. It's called Spray It or Sweep It. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. So this is opinion-based. You can't go wrong here because this is your product. You're one of the developers and you know how it works best. So mm-hmm. between the two products I just described, if you just tell me which one you would use and how, here we go. Vomit on linoleum. And it's sprinkle or spray? Mm-hmm. On linoleum, vomit, I would use sprinkle or spray. Sprinkle, for sprinkle. sure. All right, soft serve poop on carpet. I would start with sprinkle and sweep and then enter over to the spray. But you, it is a nuanced situation, which is why we don't market it so much right now. But I'll tell you, at home and many others, we use sprinkle and sweep on carpet. Really promote it too much because, again, it's it's a situation where you don't want to take the brush and just jam it into it. You want to do almost like a sticky dough on a, like a cutting board mm-hmm. where you flour the cutting board and keep product in between sticky mess and any surface you don't want it getting onto. Okay, perfect. Pee on hardwood flooring. Sprinkle. Sprinkle. All right. Vomit on a dog bed. I would use sprinkle and then spray. I agree. Blood all over the kitchen. Somebody stubbed their toe. Something happened. There's blood all over the kitchen. What happens? Other than go to the vet. You could use sprinkle. Uh, You could definitely use sprinkle. That is a little bit of a biohazard situation potentially, so you want to be careful. I would say after that one, just make sure that that you thoroughly disinfect everything, maybe, depending on where you are. Yes, yes, yes. So I had a dog that had an inflammatory bowel situation, and there was pee and blood and poop in my kitchen once. And I'm sure all pet parents out there have had a nightmare situation like that. And what would I have given to not be on my knees with paper towels? And that was like 10 years ago. So sprinkle and sweep was not on my radar, but I would have killed to have sprinkle and sweep to just sprinkle it around, take the smell away and then be able to clean it up. So yes, last one, hairball on pretty much anything. Oh, sprinkle. Sprinkle on the hairball, interesting. I do it all the time. Will the hair, then the volcanic rock, like, does it matter? It still like crystallizes around it or still solidifies around it? So what actually happens and how it congeals is because of that high surface tension in each one of the particles from, you know, how we make it. And it's super, super absorbent. And you can think of that as absorption force. And it kind of wants to pull together, kind of like surface tension does with like water. So yeah, like no matter what you put it on, even if it's a hairball, or anything that's liquidy, it will actually congeal that. And then if you have dried hairball, just sprinkle a little bit on top of that and swirl it, which is the step number four. But you can kind of see right there, I know it's backwards, but- No, no, uh, we saw it, sprinkle and swirl. Swirl, so swirl's important because swirl, it's slightly abrasive, not gonna scratch any kind of wood floor or anything like that. But it will break it down, similar to the reason why you use a scouring pad on the back of your sponge for drink. So you're not worried about like, you know, your dishes or glassware getting scratched because it doesn't have the same hardness as those surfaces. Same with this product, it won't damage anything, but it's like abrasive where it will break down the dried urine or dried vomit or hairball, similar. Oh, nice. Okay. So tell me, 
other than I follow your social media, you guys have great stuff. It makes me laugh all the time. I get your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody does. I know you have some haters being like, just use paper towels. So what do you say to the haters? Why don't you use paper towels? The haters are actually part of the plan. It's so funny. Um, (laughs) So we, we, with, with Jessica and myself and Emily have, and I would say I owe this to Jessica because she's really quite a genius when it comes to social media. It's like a haters is my motivators kind of yes. thing taken to another level. And that is because anybody that's heckling, not only do they give you great concepts to be able to show like in response, like paper towels, coffee grounds is a new one, baking soda, but also they kind of help to jog the algorithm. So they're the reason why Sprinkle and Sweep has become the number one pet product on TikTok around the world. It did 50 million views in the past uh, about four months wow. on TikTok. And then Congratulations. We did Thank you. <laughs> we did 10 million views last month on Instagram. And that's where we finally hit our stride was on Instagram. But a lot of that is owed to creating these videos, which give people the ability to give input like, oh, my grandma always used baking soda, which if you compare it, you know, one to one, Baking soda is quite, I mean, just price-wise, baking soda is actually a little bit pricey, but also it's just not going to perform quite the same. And then we show videos of it getting locked up. It kind of just like locks onto the ground. It doesn't allow you to really sweep it quite the same. So we wouldn't call them haters. We would call them, I would say, just uh, the people, I don't know. like They're like doing, yeah, they're doing like, um, they're doing like the science for you. Like they're coming up with the experiments for you. Behind the scenes, it gets yeah. us excited anytime we have somebody because the product <laughs> has no again no holes in its in its pursuits. Like it, it's it's everything about it is what we already know that it is. It's yeah. it got no holes. So anybody that wants to give input, when you don't have insecurities in the product, now it's like okay, great. Like we can do this concept, you know, and we can respond back and be more educational because the people right. that are looking to get educated enough to purchase the product or feel that confident enough are going to read through all of those comments to find which questions they have that have maybe already been answered. And that gives us the opportunity to create like an FAQ section happenstance out of the comment section. Absolutely. So I've seen you guys kind of like debunk just using paper towels. And that makes sense because the people who are drawn to your product are usually using like recycled paper, paper towels that are much thinner and they're not going to stand up to a big... (laughs) Big mess. So unless you're using a whole roll, paper towels are out. You just explained why baking soda's out. How about kitty litter? People I've seen on your social media saying, just use the kitty litter. What's wrong with it? It is a boozy show, so I am going to help. Oh, please. I'm, I'm, yeah, please. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you, the kitty litter one is one that we do get quite a bit. Jessica, she's, she's really like attention to detail. And she created this comment pivot table that tells us every type of comment category that we've received, like, you know, cat litter and so on, and put it together on a pie chart. And that was one of the major ones, like probably of the comments that we get, maybe 15%, 20%. Oh, wow. Those are that. So we created a video with cat litter. And you can just see the night and day difference because cat litter is quite coarse. Also, something that people don't know a lot about cat litter is it does uh, contain crystalline silica, which is not good to breathe in, or it's sprinkled too pleasant. Aside from that, it just doesn't work anywhere near the same because it doesn't have the same absorbency. It's too coarse. It's a totally different material. It's definitely backbreakingly heavy, which whereas this bag, you know, you can carry it. Yes, I will attest that little bag is full, but it's light. It's super light because it's like the powder's like feathery. It's very light. 
Yeah, it's, it's very light, but it does fall right to the ground and it's permanently dustless. So you can leave the bag open. It's not a big deal because it's not going to become dusty like maybe, you know, some other, you know, let's say like absorbents that people use for like industrial spill cleanup. They're, they have to make them super, super cost effective and they just don't add a lot of value to them. So they, they become super dusty. They won't do anything for the odor. Okay, awesome. Okay, what else What else is on that pie chart? So we talked about paper towels, we talked about litter, we talked about baking soda. What other things do people use? I'm trying to think what I've used in the past. Well, we've heard of so many, it's it's pretty mind-boggling. So the coffee grounds is a funny one. Coffee um, grounds, so messy. Yeah, it was really messy because coffee, as you know, with water, it leaches its contents into the water. That's why the coffee turns black. And that's what it does to the urine on the floor. That's what it does to all surfaces that it becomes in contact with when it's hydrated. So coffee grounds, definitely a no-go. It smells really awful too. Yes. You never want to smell, drink coffee again if you smell like urine-soaked coffee. Ugh, no, and it's so, it's dark. It's gonna stain your stuff. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was a funny one. That one in addition to some others, let's see. One of the funnest ones that we get, which is if for those of you that have darker humor, you probably get a kick out of is um, is people will say like, oh, no, like Granny's ashes or like, you know, ashes in general. That's actually like for the people that have darker humor, which is a good share of people. That's been probably like five percent of comments. It's a pretty good amount. That's not something that I think anybody could ever consider, obviously, but it's just a funny dark humor side, I think, of social media. If you go on social media, there's definitely oh, there's, some, there. there's some darkness there for sure. So where yeah. do you guys get your volcanic rock from? So volcanic rock all is domestically sourced. So that was the problem that we had with the coconut material is we're so dependent on global logistics and if they're going to be impacted in the way that they were. So we needed to keep things all within, you know, the U.S. So everything comes from what's in the U.S. and we keep it that way. So that way we're not put up against, you know, uh, the ropes again, where suddenly something happens and we can't get on it. Honestly, for me, made in the USA, sourced in the USA is always a little bit extra peace of mind because I know that there's some sort of regulation and some sort of kind of control, not always and not enough, but there is some. So as a consumer, I like to see sourced in the US personally, even whether it makes it easier for you guys or not. I just like to yeah, see it. It does give me peace of mind. That's the exact same sentiment that we have is we'd love to be able to put that on every product that we make is, you know, that we can made in the USA. We do import the, the sweeper kits, which of course right yeah. now to create those in the US, it would not be financially yeah. sustainable for your everyday pet parent to probably be able to afford a $30 uh, yeah. sweeper kit, but maybe in the future. Okay. Well, tell me what else is in the future? What other products are you working on? Are we going to see anything new? If you tune into Jessica's lives, you'll know that there's a lot of things in the cooker. Yeah. Uh, so one exciting thing, which I guess we will do a first here, <laughs> uh, that we've been developing, just, it's really exciting. We've been putting a lot of effort into it. A cat litter deodorizer that has similar concept, but purpose made for cat litter to sprinkle and sweep. So it looks very similar to the bag of sprinkle and sweep, but with sparkle which is our mascot for the cat litter. She's a little cat sprinkling it into the, the cat litter box. And the main thing that we saw with a lot of cat litter deodorizers is that they're just not getting the, I guess, the chemistry or the physics side of cat litter deodorization correct. And that would work kind of like self-made chemists, if you will. That's really 
how we've come to develop products. We get into like the physics of what's going on and get really deep with things. So the main thing is you see a lot of like activated carbon pellets that people put in litter. And then you just see a lot of fragrances and other funny concepts for cat litter deodorizing, which if you're really into the chemistry and the science of what's going on, you know, there's no way for that to really be effective. And you go and use it and it's not quite that effective. Even like baking soda for us has not been quite that effective. So we saw a bit of white space in that area and we've already used and promote using sprinkle tube in the litter box, but really it needs to be supercharged in its abilities for a litter box. And then that way we get the packaging much smaller and we can make it super cost effective and all produced here same office i'm talking to you from. so that's in the cooker that's something that will probably be available q2 of this year so it's almost it's almost ready the product itself has been finished and we've been using it for well over six months but it's just developing the brand like we really do take our time with developing of course, absolutely. So I agree with you. A lot of the products that are out there for litter box deodorizing just cover up the scent. And what they use to cover up the scent is often toxic, chemically based fragrance, which is not good for our pets at all. Cats are super sensitive. Cats can't be exposed to just any scent. They can't be exposed to just any essential oil. They are sensitive. So I love that you guys are looking at the science, the safety, the the toxicity, and avoiding all those things that make pet parents like really weary of new products because we never know what's in them. So I want everybody to know how they can shop your line of amazing products. I completely endorse them, as you can tell. I'm not getting paid to do this. This is a product that saved my life and saved my sanity. That's why I invited you guys on. So how can everybody else learn about it so we have two places right now uh, hopefully soon even more that you can access sprinkle and sweeps line first and preferably for like common customers it's going to be our website because there we're able to provide the biggest discounts because bezos and his friends are not making like a you know a big percentage gain off of each one of our units that we move which makes it very difficult uh, so then the second place would be Amazon. Amazon, the products available there, there's tons of reviews on Amazon. So it can really like allow you to see really what common pet parents are saying about the product. We totally invite everybody to go and just read through those, use it as kind of like a FAQ section as well, uh, which we've also got an FAQ section on our website. But that way you can really get a lot of your questions answered that maybe common pet parents uh have concerns of that we haven't thought of that you know they, they come and write about in the reviews so amazon and our website which is sprinkle-sweep.com awesome all right well i want to propose a toast to you jessica and the whole team over at sprinkle and sweep it was so great to meet you at super zoo i'm so grateful for your product here's to you cheers and wishing you nothing but success cheers just to you also isabel um thank you I remember when we first when we first heard that you wanted to invite us onto the show I was super excited. I remember the moment that Jessica uh, informed us at SuperZoo about you having loved the product. So cheers to you as well. 15 years in the pet industry, I know what works and I know what calls my attention. And I was so I was so hooked from the second I saw you guys showing how it's done with applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was applesauce and fruit cocktail. It looks like, oh, and cornstarch. It really yes, looks yes, like yes. It was, it was, thankfully, it was not the real thing. Well, I also want to propose a toast to my executive producer, Mark Winter. Thank you, Mark. And thank you to all of our audience for joining us both on Pet Life Radio, on YouTube, and on every platform out there that is sharing podcasts. Here's to a life covered in pet hair because there's no better way to live. Cheers. Cheers. I always toast because it's bad luck. If you don't toast after you say cheers. 
So if you want to learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.